0: In-depth conversations, matchup breakdowns, analysts on every game, everything a Steelers fan could want.
1: This is 4th Down in the Steel City with your hosts Adam Crawley and Colin Dudlap.
0: How about Cal Adamitis, man? Gonna be the long snapper for the Bengals after their dude gets hurt.
1: Certainly official long snapper, the fan morning show. And in all sincerity, like, that's a, a rare W for the Bengals because he's a great kid, a wonderful guy, does a lot for charity, has done a lot for our hometown here in Pittsburgh. I hope they have great snaps and everything else sucks. Um,
0: <laughs> Just so, kick a bunch of field goals.
1: Oh, you know what? Hometown question for you. This is this lays right into something. Okay, I think this is a great topic that I forgot about. And you may hear this again on the Fan Morning Show. Or
0: I'm writing it down right now.
1: Maybe even on Tuesday. I think this is a great, great topic. So, Cal Adamitis, no brainer. Great kid. Wonderful kid. One of the best people you ever meet. It feels as if that Pat Friermuth has a problem with some of the things that Tyler Boyd said in the past.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay,
1: so... Just because you're from here – and you can relate this to any town in the country for someone that's from a market that goes and plays in another market and then they come back to play away games there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just because you're from a town, i.e. Tyler Boyd being from Clareton playing games against the Steelers, do you have to root for the hometown kid? Because I think I might be at the point where I don't know if it's such a feel-good, fuzzy, warm story anymore when the hometown kid, Tyler Boyd, called the Steelers quitters. Like, so why do we need to celebrate Tyler Boyd anymore? Now, he, it, it, he's,
0: I, he's I, the enemy. Like Pac-Man Jones, I'm I'm as big a West Virginia fan as you're going to find. Pac-Man Jones, I loved whenever he was on the fan morning show last <laughs> week, and I can tolerate him now. But when he was right. a Cincinnati Bengal, guy was a jag. Um Chris Henry, RIP. Did not like that guy either What when the rivalry came back. I can't do it. And to me, it's going to depend on the guy, and it's going to depend on the team. Like, Cal Adamitis, really nice guy. I don't dislike this version of the Bengals the way that I dislike the other Bengals. But I don't like Tyler Boyd saying that the team quit. I Win, think right. kind of right, but I, I don't like that. So I think it depends on guy, and I think it depends on team. Like, R.J. Umberger going to play for the Philadelphia Flyers. Hey, get bent, man. The Flyers, that's enemy number one. So I think it just depends.
1: Yeah, because I, I find it to be an interesting dynamic because then in the offseason, he comes home, he's around. Are you supposed to embrace him? Yeah, right. Are you supposed to be like, hey, that's the guy? It would be like Aaron Donald. If if the Steelers were to play the Rams in the Super Bowl, right? Are you supposed to, well, how are you supposed to root there? Are you supposed to root for Aaron Donald to do well, but the Rams lose? Like, how how are you Hmm. supposed to play that? I've never understood that dynamic.
0: Yeah, I think it is a really good question. And I think in this town, the Steelers are king. I know that the Steelers are king in this town. If Aaron Donald was a Baltimore Raven, he'd be hated. I really believe that. And I think I think the Steelers fans drown out the Pitt fans and drown out the hometown, hooray, high school stuff too.
1: Yeah, you know, there's not been a lot of cases of this. People from here that have been a thorn in the side yeah. of the hometown team. Tyler Boyd's not that because he's he's a part. He's not the big dog. Right. You know, but I think of like if McCutcheon, and he's not from here, but he played here for so long, if he would have gone somewhere and, and been great. Uh, and they, in the NL central, that would have been some, you know, right after he left here. Um, but there's not a lot of cases of that. And I don't want to say Tyler Boyd's like as close as they came, but he, you see him on what is potentially a rival right now. Cause the Bengals are good. Yeah. How, how do you play that whole situation?
0: You know what? I think there's a ton of nuance here. It's a really good conversation, Colin. And you know what I said was if Aaron Donald's a Raven, he'd probably be hated here in Pittsburgh. But the thing is, like Marc Andre Fleury left here and then was beloved. I mean, he almost became an adopted son of Pittsburgh. You brought up Andrew McCutcheon. Andrew McCutcheon, the same way. Like, I find myself, no matter where he goes, even but they Milwaukee, didn't play
1: them all the time. Right. And it right. wasn't for the stake. This is a guy that's from here that you're going to play for the stakes, hopefully. Yeah. You know, yeah. there's not a lot of instances like that. I don't. Umberger's a great case. That's a, that's a good name because you were playing the Flyers and he was a guy and it, it, the teams were rolling, you yeah. know? So I I, just, I don't know how to take it. I, I don't know to – and Adamitis, I hope he doesn't grow into that, but he's a long snapper, so it's okay.
0: Am I wrong? Like, I never looked at Tyler Boyd as the chirp, 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 chirp guy. Maybe I'm dead wrong on that, but I wonder if it being the Steelers made him do it.
1: It empowered him more. I I – totally feel like it it may have because of the familiarity it is for me i think it's such a a, like you said a nuanced and layered topic that it's a a very atypical situation you don't see all the time i don't know
0: i don't like him he can get bent yeah And, and what i loved about that game was mike Tomlin's dancing on tiktok afterward. Like he's going bonkers. The locker room is going bonkers, despite maybe TJ Watts booby falling off. And then on the other side, you've got Joe Burrow, who, according to multiple reports, sat in his locker stall with his jersey on, with his shoulder pads on in half uniform as the media came in and exited. That's what this is all about, man. I would I would respect that if I were a Bengals fan. I think that's what you want in a dude, in a leader. But I love it from a Steelers perspective that your guys are full on jubilation, and their guy is beside himself with anger and sadness.
1: What if this is what spirals Joe Burrow's career? This game right here, oh, and he man. never reverts back. If this is his Steve blast game,
0: if the, if it is. If it is, what what's the what's the pick that did it, man? Is it? I can't believe I threw onto a killer flipping Witherspoon.
1: No, it's not the pick. It's a it's it was what was ruled a fumble. It was the Hayward play, um, or the Watt snatch. You know what Watt's snatch looked like? Whoa. You know what watch <laughs> what Watt's uh play looked like? I should say it looked like whenever, like back in the eighties when the NBA was really going. And somebody went up with two hands and pinned somebody against the backboard and just pulled it down and then started the fast break the other way.
0: You know what? Those back-to-back plays, because the play right before that is when Watt almost took the handoff. Right. And he blew Mixon up. And the only way that would have been cooler, I know people say, what if he took the handoff? The only way that would have been cooler is if he would have taken down Mixon and Joe Burrow at the same time, which he was pretty close to doing.
1: It's only one game, but and it's going to take a little bit more. But Joe Mixon got knocked back a little on my totem pole yesterday hmm. when I I thought Joe Mixon was a bit tougher before yesterday. I thought he wanted inside yards a little bit more.
0: He left stuff on the field, I thought. I,
1: I agree, Adam. Yeah. I absolutely agree with you. And I thought Joe Mixon may have been, you know, there's Chubb, I get that, and Najee Harris, but – I thought he was the second best back in the division going into yesterday, like in pretty solidified there. But now I, I don't know how much Joe Mixon wanted it in crunch time.
0: And he was jawing all day long with Minka Fitzpatrick and Minka sure showed up. And Joe Mixon, not so much. Steelers run defense. We didn't touch on it. We talked linebackers a little bit. 3.9 yards per carry allowed. I know they gave up over 100, they gave up 130. Whoop de doo, Basil. That was a hell of a defensive performance. But, yes, there were some runs left on the field for Joe Mixon. And the broadcasters were talking. They must have had a meeting with him whenever they talked to the coaches and all that. And they said he wanted to do a better job running through arm tackles. I didn't see it. I did not see it from him. I also didn't see the Bengals block it up appropriately on the extra point. And I know that it fluttered on the snap, and that does matter. It's it's maybe half a second extra that makes a huge difference there. Colin, you talked about it this morning. I mean, just a fundamental failure on the part of the Cincinnati Bengals.
1: No, you learn it when you're six years old. If you're ever in doubt, and don't leave yourself in doubt, but if you ever do get in doubt, you always leverage and block the inside guy. In any situation, because it's just a, a matter of geography, the outside guy has a further route to get to the football. In all situations, whether you're downfield and you're looking for a blo- to block somebody, whether you're at the scrimmage line and you're blocking somebody, you always leverage inside and block the inside guy. And for that to happen, for him to block the outside guy and let the inside guy come free, I mean, that's instant termination kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, really. It, he, it, I watched the snap a bunch of times, and sure, it was slow. The kick still gets there if they blocks the right guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and
0: I don't – I know it was a high snap on the overtime 29-yarder missed. I probably – instead of kicking that, you're probably just falling it's third down. But I still think your kicker's got to do a better job there. McPherson banged one that would have been good from like 75 yards earlier in the game and he's missing a 29-yarder because the laces aren't out. Give me a
1: break. Did you see what – the 29-yarder at, at at the end that he missed and went about a 43-degree angle – to the left toward the pylon. It almost looked like back in the day when they had the shop and save promotion where they would bring a guy out of the stands to try to kick. Oh man. At like halftime or the end of the first quarter, whatever it was. And they'd be like, let's bring out Tom Johnson from Dravosburg. He represents store number 1307 in four township. <laughs> and then my man would come out in some jeans and some bad pony high tops, and he's all bundled up because he's at the Steeler game. And he would kick it, and the ball looked like a dreidel. It would spin like, and it would just nestle in the corner of the end zone somewhere. And they're like, "Okay, we don't. Oh, here's a fifty-dollar gift card to Shop and Save for your efforts." When if he would have made it, he was going to win like ten thousand right. dollars cash. And the guy never made. It. Nobody ever made. It. So that's what it looked. It was so bad.
0: It was, and I just I could watch it a million times, the Bengals fans in the background and their reaction, the total antithesis of what happened behind the goalpost when Chris Boswell boom right. which, if there's ever a bong, I'm texting you. I'll rephrase that. If there's ever a ball that hits the upright, I am always going to text you because you like to predict things of that nature happening. And I'll be damned if you didn't ask on the fan morning show eh, over under half a missed field goal for Chris Boswell. And you know what? That should count as half a miss because he was darn close.
1: Do you think that there were, that there's an amplifier and that they play it up because the sound yeah. sounded too loud for actuality. There.
0: It was perfect though, wasn't it? Yes. My wife knew she was upstairs. I said, they're lining up for the game winning kick. And I didn't even react, but she knew they missed it. Cause she could hear it from upstairs. The boom.
1: I think they have a guy that waits in the truck and he's got his finger on that. <laughs> and he, he only gets to hit it like five, six times a year, but they're like, Joey, 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 right in there. It's Hit the there. gong, Joey. Yeah, and, and I think they play it up for effect. Yeah, that
0: mic, there, there's no way it's that, it loud, that loud. But there's it's no way. comedically perfect, and it's even funnier now that the Steelers it, won the game.
1: It sounded like lightning hitting a radio tower. Yes, it did. I mean, it was too loud. There's no you way
0: you could hear the crackling of the of the microphone being overmodulated as well. Oh. Uh, la- last thing, quickly here for you, Colin. We had the windows open down here in the basement, and my neighbors did too. I could hear people go nuts after they made field goal. Did you have that happen? It's one of the best things of the early
1: fall. I had my kids yelling and screaming. There was that. Uh, I did hear screaming on the street. So yes, absolutely. The one thing that's you gotta watch out for though, as you as you hear the screaming. This it's not new, but you gotta watch out for people also in and amongst all that, screaming for their fantasy football guys too.
0: You're totally every right about games.
1: That. Uh whether it's you know, whether they're watching the red zone or whether they're just following on their phone, like Saquon Barkley has nothing to do with this game. Yeah. You know, like and so that's another, every once in a while you'll hear, you just run to the restroom. You think it's a commercial. You hear a sh- sh- streak, a screech from <laughs> down the street. What the hell happened? I don't care to a through a touchdown. Right. You know,
0: you're, you're going potty and you're like, right. You could probably have a t- three-year-old. But yes. Oh, they must've scored. No, no, it was just uh, it was just Gabriel in the Buffalo game. He was going off again. Correct. Friday. Right. We got a New England Patriots-Pittsburgh Steelers preview. No Tom Brady. I'm okay with that. We'll see if the Patriots cheat anyhow. Perhaps we'll call this episode TJ Watts Snatch. Until next time, Colin. I'm all right with that. It's been my pleasure. Fourth down in the Steel City. We'll do it again Friday. Peace.